0: it's always good to be home I've been worshiping in this church since nineteen seventy-seven and I used to sit out there with you now I sit there and I see the changes that occur here at St. Joe's and one of the changes I see quite prominently displayed to my right is a new digital clock (laughs) that now says it's 514 I don't know if that was directed at me, but I will try to be as brief as possible to not bore you or cause you distress in my message tonight. I love coming back to St. Joe's. I see uh, the young people from Lamb's Farm. When I was in the seminary, I used to work uh, weekends at Lamb's Farm and drive the van for those who came to worship here. And I even see Gary Graham, a fixture, Gary Graham and I went to high school at Libertyville. He's a fixture. Some things never change, Gary. The good remains, and you are the good. I'm always struck by the word division. And Paul cuts right to the chase. If we're going to be about following the cross, we cannot be divisive, we must be unified. Jesus died for each and every one of us. If you were the only person on earth, Jesus would have died for you. But he dies for all of us. His grace, his love, his sacrifice is freely given. That mercy that he invites us to surrender to is all-encompassing, And all inviting. But Paul, even certain times after the death of Jesus, there was division. If we are going to follow Jesus, there cannot be division among us. It's not a competition, it's a sacrifice. All of us are invited. There is only one heaven and no division in the Lord's mansion. I come back here to celebrate with you a group of missionaries that will return to Mexico where I served for six years into the year 2000 for the Archdiocese of Chicago. When we go to Mexico, when I lived there from 94 to 2000, You can read in the newspaper, there's division. But no different than the division we experience by just turning on the news or listening or following social media. We have enough things and enough people that tell us how different we are. And Jesus tells us how much we have in communion. Don't we want to focus on that? Don't we want to build each other up? The word repent means conversion. And Jesus said, repent. Repent means turning inward to your heart and seeing places that are blocking you from God's love and love of your neighbor. Don't we want to be invited Into that communion. I think of the healing that takes place when we go to each other's houses and homes, nursing facilities, rehabilitation places. I think of the healing that takes place when we go outside our comfort zone. And invite others into our world and we share our world with their world that is something we're invited to do when we repent we open our hearts to the power of Christ and we see changes not just in others but in ourselves in the mountains of Guerrero where we go it's fascinating to be with people that I serve with who can't speak Spanish. It's hilarious. (laughs) It's entertaining, but it's powerful. We give language way too much credit. What transpires is that they're able to understand each other because their eyes are communicating and their hearts are open. And even though some of our volunteers can't speak a lick of Spanish and the people they're serving can't speak a lick of English, when we serve with hearts open to the conversion and power of Christ, what transfers between each other many times ends up in a hug and a gratitude for services rendered and services received. So brothers and sisters, we have a lot of division in our world. Let us repent. Let us open our hearts. Let us look into each other's eyes. And let us be in communion with each other. Jesus came to unify, not divide.